At Bet365, we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. Whether it's a walk-off grand slam or a base hit to center field. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Pet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. From BBC Radio 4, Britain's biggest paranormal podcast is going on a road trip. I thought in that moment, oh my God, we've summoned something from this board. This is uncanny usa he says somebody's in the house and i screamed listen to uncanny usa wherever you get your bbc podcasts if you dare getting ready to take on spring make your first move with the reliable performance and power of steel battery tools from hedge trimmers and mowers to string trimmers and more, right now you can save $50 on select battery tool sets. Real steel. Offer valid on select AK system sets through June 16, 2024. See participating retailer for details. When you buy Kroger brand products, you feel like you're winning. That's because they offer proven quality at lower than low prices. In fact, we guarantee that you and your family will love how Kroger brand products taste, or you get your money back. So next time you're shopping for the family, look for delicious Kroger brand products, because they'll make you all feel like you're winning. Shop now, in-store, or online. Kroger, fresh for everyone. This is The Edge with Jonathan Von Tobel and Matt Humans on VSN, the sports betting network. What up, folks? Welcome in. It's Monday edition of The Edge here on VSIN, the Sports Betting Network. I'm your humble guy, Jonathan Von Tobel, alongside, as usual, Matt Humans. And we have a good show on tap today. Just the two of us, but a lot of discussions to be had. I think coming up at what, 45 minutes from now, we are going to spend 11 minutes just going over the career of Big Poppy and how much we love him. David Ortiz, one of the best baseball players of all time. Best player. Yeah, the enchi- entire show today is going to be about Big Poppy and last night last night's NASCAR controversy. Okay. That's, okay. that's a good one as well. That is a good one. No. Uh, we start because, look, football season is here. Uh, teams are in camp. Of course, the Raiders, the first team to do so. Uh, rookies have all reported across the National Football League. And in what do we got? 11 days, the Hall of Fame game will be here. Mm-hmm. So we're going to open up every single show now because it is football season with football. And we're kind of break this down a little by little as we get closer to the season. But we begin with the big picture and the big award. National Football League MVP, Matt Humans. Now, there's a lot of candidates, of course, for MVP. To give you a, a glimpse of what the odds are looking like here, not a surprise that the quarterback of the best team in the NFL on paper, Josh Allen, is the favorite to win. Most valuable player, followed by Tom Brady at 8-1, to one, Patrick Holmes at 9-1, to one, Aaron Rodgers and Justin Herbert at 10-1, to one, and you get to the rest of the guys. Uh, if you notice a trend, by the way, all of these names... Yeah, all quarterbacks, every single one of them. <laughs> so it has become a quarterback's award up to this point. You get to 50-1 to one before you get to the next player outside of quarterback, and that would be two running backs, Jonathan Taylor and Derrick Henry. But before we talk about you this entire sad about board, this graphic yeah, go ahead. and about this odds board in general is that Deshaun Watson has better odds <laughs> than any running back. 
Watson is at 40 to 1. Jonathan Taylor and Derrick Henry are at 50 to 1. Come on. That is a little ridiculous. Yeah. If from, even if getting like futures are more a reflection of liability than anything else, I don't know why anybody would. I don't know why you would have liability on Deshaun Watson. Who's, he should who's be betting on Deshaun Watson. He should be 150 huh? to one to win yeah, the award. Come on, he's not going to win it. Uh, and that's well, and that's the other part about this. We talk about voting all the time and how these voters handle things. Even if Deshaun Watson, let's say for some ridiculous reason he he, he only misses two games, nobody's voting for him to win MVP. Doesn't matter. Well, a few people might vote, but not but like enough. Not enough. Not for, enough yes. to win the MVP. That's for sure. Deshaun Watson has got too many. Uh, I'd say haters out there, and uh, yeah, for pretty good reason, I would guess. But uh, Josh Allen does, I think, does deserve to be the favorite at seven to one. If you watch that Bills Chiefs playoff game, he was uh, the most dynamic guy on the field. Uh, Tyreek Hill and Patrick Mahomes stole the show at the end, but Josh Allen was great in that game. And with the Bills being, I, I think, the public's pick to win the Super Bowl, yep. he should be the MVP favorite. Aaron Rodgers. There's going to be some fatigue with him. He's won back-to-back MVPs. I think a lot of people are tired of seeing him flop in the playoffs. And uh, Rodgers will probably put up typically great numbers again. But he's got a lot of competition here. Allen, Brady, Mahomes, Herbert, Burrow, Russ Wilson in Denver. Russ Bott. Matthew Stafford, Dak Prescott. Jalen Hurts may be a dark horse. Let's talk about Lamar Jackson and Kyler Murray, who got his big contract over the weekend. Uh, we're, we're not going to talk much about Derek Carr and Matt Ryan today, but I wouldn't dismiss those guys. Mm-hmm. I think if you're talking about Lamar Jackson or Kyler Murray, who's got the better shot? It's going to be Lamar Jackson, a former MVP, who I think is headed for a bounce-back season. JVT, the uh, the Ravens ended last season on a six-game losing streak. They did. Very uncharacteristic for Baltimore. They did. Yeah. And much of it had to do with Lamar Jackson, yeah. right? His play down the stretch was not very good. Uh, but there are people who believe that Jackson is set up for success coming into this year. You mentioned about back season. You're not the only one that thinks that Lamar Jackson might be up for that. Bucky Brooks, NFL Network, had this to say about Jackson. Oh, I absolutely expect him to be back in MVP form because this offense is going back to the future, meaning back to the way it looked when Lamar Jackson was having his most success. More heavies on the field, meaning more tight ends, more big backs. Because when you put the bigs on the field, the defense has to counter with more bigs. That gives Lamar Jackson a bigger advantage with his athleticism and speed. We know he likes to throw the ball over the middle field. To Mark Andrews, they drafted two tight ends to go with that so they can double down and make sure that they're able to do it. So he could have his bounce back year. What worries me about Jackson is he has declined each year statistically as a passer since his MVP year. And that's part of the problem. Like there hasn't been one breakout year and then a baseline of play where he's just kind of been the same guy the two years after he's gotten statistically worked each of the last few years. And that includes last year where he had a, uh, a tied for a career high turnover worthy play rate, 3.6% of his dropbacks for turnover worthy plays, passing yardage. We, we could talk about the big game on Monday night against the Colts, but outside of that, he didn't really have much going for him. And even that big game against the Colts was kind of a fluke because they came from so far behind in that game. Right. They were throwing the ball, and the Colts were playing soft coverage, and the Colts let them back in the game. And if I remember correctly, I think they lost two defensive backs in that game mm-hmm. to injury as yep. well as the game went along. So that's the thing that worries me with Jackson. It, it, like, he's still got the skill set. But you do wonder if these declines as a passer each of the last two seasons are something legitimate for him. Yeah, I'm not. The thing about Lamar Jackson that I really liked in college was that uh, he could make so many plays different ways and uh, beat a defense with his legs, but he also could beat a defense with his arms. I wasn't sure if he was going to be accurate with his arm in the NFL 
to be a Pro Bowl type or MVP type player. It turns out he was. He, I, I think he's improved dramatically as a passer. He's still got a lot of improvement to make. 64.4% last year is not bad. I, I think you have to look through those completion percentage numbers, look a little deeper into those because a lot of those are dump-off throws for some of these quarterbacks. Mm-hmm. I want to see your completion percentage on throws down the field. Now, he was too turnover-prone last year, and the Ravens' offense was really out of sync pretty much the whole time. I think if you're Lamar Jackson and the Ravens, you kind of draw a line through what happened last year and say, hey, let's forget that, and uh, let's go back to the identity we had as an offense two years ago. And if you do that, Jackson's got a chance to be MVP. Uh, I wouldn't bet on him at 20-1 to 1 here, uh, but I'm not going to count him out because mm-hmm. before he won his uh, first MVP, I think a lot of people counted him out including me. Oh, yeah. I didn't think he was going to be an MVP in the NFL, so he surprised a lot of people. I don't think he's going to win it this year. I wouldn't bet on him, but I, I, I'm i not doubting that he's going to have a really good season and the Ravens are going to be uh, right there with the Bengals to win the AFC North. And You know, I'm not going to write off the Steelers. I'm not going to get into this discussion right now, but I think a lot of people are writing off the Steelers. And when a lot of people see something the same way in the NFL – a lot of times you want right. to go the opposite, right? And I wouldn't. It wouldn't shock me if the Steelers uh, surprise a little bit this season and get better quarterback play than expected. But right now, I think you have to make Lamar Jackson and the Ravens the favorites in that division um, ahead of the Bengals, right? Ahead of the Bengals. Well, they get the Super Bowl hangover. I would disagree with that. Go back and look at the history of teams right. lost the I get, Super Bowl. I get that, but and if every we're year and people say, "Well, you know, this team, it's not gonna, it's not gonna affect this team." So that's but that's it does worth, every year. So huh? even if the team has, like, I would say, clearly the better roster and quarterback, that's still worth yeah, the team. Knock. The team that loses the Super Bowl is gonna have a good roster and a quarterback. Mm-hmm. It happens every year, and then that team stinks well, I, right. every year. But you're <laughs> telling, so that would be worth knocking like their probability of winning a division. Like I don't think, well, I don't you think you can we've take the price if you want. I'm yeah. not taking it. I just. Uh, I've seen too many Super Bowl losers flop the next year. Oh, yeah. It was without fail, so I'm not going to bet on the Bengals. I, I love the makeup of the Bengals team, mm-hmm. but things just tend to go wrong the year after you lose the Super Bowl, and that's one of the strongest trends in the NFL. So we look at Jackson, too. I this love is, their white helmets, by the way. Have you seen the new Bengals uh, Look, the NFL's, them. I think the NFL's getting it right with these uniforms. All of these uniforms that we're seeing come out now, the throwbacks, the new ones, I love yeah. them. Well, I'll, I'll say this. As far as the Bengals... I've hated those orange and black yeah. colors forever. They, they, they look like an arena football league team. It's it's amateurish. If the Bengals go to this white and black, you can look at them like a whole new way. To your point, <laughs> I love like, these white helmets. Even watching them in the like, Super Bowl uh, last year, yeah. their uniform, they just didn't look like a Super Bowl team right. with that ridiculous helmet in it. Get rid of the orange <laughs> or just make it a very minor color in the scheme. This white and black is fire, JVT. Yeah. Oh, as I a like kid's day, yeah. 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 Uh, really quickly, uh, the other thing that I think detracts from Lamar Jackson as a potential MVP candidate, and maybe even his progress uh, as a passer, I think if you're looking at the uh, Baltimore Ravens from a wide receiver standpoint, you got a lot of questions about what this wide receiver depth chart's going to look like mm-hmm. for him and where the production is going to come from. It is great that Mark Andrews is still there, uh, but outside of that, we can talk about you know going back to big and two tight end sets. Not a lot of skilled pass catchers out there for Lamar Jackson. That could right. obviously help him qu- or hurt him quite a bit there. So we'll see if that's going to be the case now. And the Ravens offense has a lot to do with their uh, ability to run the ball, right. and that's going to make Lamar Jackson a lot more effective. All right. Speaking Let's, of MVPs. Yes. We have a new favorite at one shop for the American League MVP, man. Mm-hmm. Aaron Judge. 
over at BetMGM is now the favorite to win most valuable player in the American League. The odds on favorite to do so. Not a big price. I think minus 110 was the price that I saw. It might be minus 115. And that's after a pretty dang good weekend from Aaron Judge. Against Baltimore in three games, 8 of 14, three home runs, eight RBI, scored four runs himself. And that is, of course, coinciding with Otani, who had a rough weekend. Went 2 of 11 at the plate, one home run, only a drove in one, scored twice himself. But the big blemish is a start on Friday night against Atlanta. Looked like he was doing really well. Cruised through the first five innings, uh, but for that ended up with six and a third, six hits, one walk, six earned runs, got taken deep twice in a loss to the Atlanta Braves. And the home run leader, Aaron Judge, is now your favorite to an AL MVP. Well, it's it's going to bounce around here, and I still think uh, don't count out Jordan Alvarez of the Astros. We talked about this last week. Mm-hmm. I, st- I kind of counted him out at the All-Star break because it looked like he was going to be injured and out for a month. And he comes back in the first game after the break and hits a home run. Alvarez and the Astros might end up with the best record in baseball. If that's the case, uh, take that 10-1 to 1 on him. Uh, it's worth a shot. Aaron Judge had a phenomenal weekend. He, he's, he got hot. Here's the thing about Otani's start on Friday night. He went six innings and he was dominant. Yep. He struck out 11. I think Phil Nevin really has to look in the mirror and say, what am I doing? He sends him out there in the seventh. The Angels can't get a hit. They can't score. You're kind of wasting this guy in games where you don't have a chance to win and you're so far out of the race that you should probably be resting Otani and limiting his pitch count. I know his pitch count was in the 70s in the seventh inning, but when he started to get hit and he gave up that first two-run homer, I would have taken him out of the game. Yep. Uh, it was obvious he was tiring. Nevin left him in to give up a couple more hits and a homer, and I think that was a mistake by the manager. Right now at DraftKings, Otani minus 105, Judge plus 105. I do think Judge should be the favorite right now. And Judge with a seven-dong lead in the home run race over yeah. one Kyle Schwarber. All right, we'll come back. We get to the edge top 40 poll. We unveil our latest team and a quick rewind, because I wasn't here on Friday, to our previous team, the UCLA Bruins. At Bet365, we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. See for yourself when you sign up today and get $150 in bonus bets when you bet just $5. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Bet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. Terms and conditions apply. From BBC Radio 4, Britain's biggest paranormal podcast is going on a road trip. I thought in that moment, oh my God, we've summoned something from this board. This is Uncanny USA. He says, somebody's in the house, and I screamed. Listen to Uncanny USA wherever you get your BBC podcasts. If you dare. Getting ready to take on spring? Make your first move with the reliable performance and power of steel battery tools. From hedge trimmers and mowers to string trimmers and more, right now you can save $50 on select battery tool sets. Real steel. Offer valid on select AK system sets through June 16, 2024. See participating retailer for details. What's up? I'm John Wall. And I'm CJ Toledano, and we're starting a new podcast presented by DraftKings called Point Game. We're now joined by three-time NBA Sixth Man of the Year, 
elite bucket getter. Let's please welcome Jamal Crawford to point game. King of the court one-on-one tournament. If they had it back in your prime, do you think he could have took it all? I'm going to be honest with you. I don't think I could have took it all, but I think I would have shocked a lot of people. I think Kobe and everybody in their prime, Kobe would win a one-on-one contest. Yeah, I, yeah, because you got to think, Love he's going to guard. He don't care about guarding. He's going to guard. He's going to exactly. guard. Like, you see him in the Olympics, he's going to guard. And then on I'm top of that. like that, see that? Ladies and gentlemen, please welcome Sam Cassell to Point Game. I remember you came out from crying tears. <laughs> crying tears. I mean, he was in a culture shock. And then I, his, he's going to withdraw us about winning. Remember what I told you? I said, I said, OG, you think I can get paid and go back and play in college because he didn't need it. <laughs> Check out Point Game with John Wall and CJ Toledano on the iHeartRadio app, DraftKings YouTube, or wherever you get your podcasts. This is The Edge on VSIN, the sports betting network. football guide is out and the pro football guide is coming soon folks no better way to prepare for the college and pro football seasons our experts provide profiles of every team cannot stress that enough with advanced stats and power ratings plus best bets on season win totals division finishes and player awards reserve your copy of the football betting guides today and get access to everything we offer for the entire football season with a vcin all access subscription make this football season your best ever subscribe now at vcin.com slash subscribe on the cover of course the alabama crimson tide you don't look happy. Oh, I didn't have anything to do with picking the tide, but it seems like a pretty obvious selection. Yes. Number one team in the country with the best quarterback, arguably, and uh, the best defensive player, arguably. No, not arguably. I think Williams is, is the best, the best defensive, defensive player. player. <laughs> the, the quarterback's up for debate, but I think Bryce Young probably ranks as the number one quarterback. Will Anderson might be the best player overall in college football. It's gonna. It would take injuries for uh, the tide not to go at least eleven and one or twelve and zero. And uh, they're going to be 14-point uh, favorites uh, probably or more in every okay. regular season game. Yep. So with that, uh, we move on. Now, we are going to be touching on the SEC today. That'll be our 32nd team. But before we unveil our 32nd team, a quick rewind and reset for those who don't remember from over the weekend. We have unveiled teams 40 through 33 in our Edge preseason top 40. On Friday, you were by yourself, uh, you got to unveil team number 33, the UCLA Bruins, who – Outside of uh, DTR, Dorian Thompson-Robinson, I always make those two up, um, have quite a bit of stuff to rebuild and retool with because there's not a lot of returning production from last year's UCLA team. But when you have a quarterback who's a senior and who's played in the system for a while like DTR, you're in a relatively good position. And UCLA's schedule, I thought, sets up really well for them to uh, win quite a few games. Don't know how good they'll be, Matt, but it's a pretty nice schedule for them in Pac-12 play. Yeah, it's the thing. UCLA's defense has uh, only got a couple starters back, yep. but it wasn't a very good defense last year, so uh, maybe that's not the worst news. You also have a new defensive coordinator, which I think is a huge positive, uh, but UCLA 8-4 and four straight up and ATS last season. Total of eight starters back, six on offense, and Dorian Thompson-Robinson has been one of those guys very inconsistent throughout his career. It's a roller coaster ride, but he um, he cut down on the turnovers last season. I, I thought he had by far his best season: thirty total touchdowns, about three thousand total yards second in terms team of passing and rushing. What's that? It was his second team All Conference, right? Second team. Pack well, he's the most experienced quarterback in the conference, so he should mm-hmm. be putting up those type of numbers at this point, right? If yep. you're not, uh, there's some sort of problem. But he flirted with the idea of of uh, entering the NFL draft. I think he was smart to come back to school. He's got a backup, Ethan Garbers who is uh, 
more than capable if he goes down. So if you're betting UCLA over the win total at eight and a half, I wouldn't recommend that, but you do have two good quarterbacks there, and that's a little bit of insurance policy. Uh, I think that the top player on the offense might be Zach Charbonnet if it's not DTR. Mm-hmm. Charbonnet, a Michigan transfer, had 1,137 yards rushing, 13 touchdowns last season. Chip Kelly's offense is all about the running game and everything that you can get off of the running game. And he's going to get, talking about Charbonnet, he's going to get a lot more carries. He's going to put up huge numbers this season. And um, even though the Bruins have lost some of their playmakers, Britton Brown, the running back's gone. Uh, Kyle Phillips, who was a very productive wide receiver. How about Greg Dulcich, the tight end, who's now with the Denver Broncos? All those guys are gone. The line is rebuilt. But I think there's some optimism here because of uh, DTR and Charbonnet and the fact that uh, Chip Kelly's still going to put some experience on the field. The defense, a lot of question marks there. But when you're talking about a win total here of 8.5 with UCLA, the one thing is the schedule is very favorable uh, for the Bruins. And I put up their key games for UCLA at Oregon on October 22nd. Chip Kelly wants to beat the Ducks. And I think he's got a bye week. I'm going to double-check this. He's got a bye before he plays the Ducks in October. And then the USC game in November – and you, I think Chip Kelly's signature win at UCLA, without a doubt, is that upset of LSU at the Rose Bowl last September. Yes. Number two on the list Followed it up is the 62-33 to 33 humiliation of USC <laughs> at the end of last season. So Chip Kelly's off two really big wins that he needed last season. And he's got a schedule here where I think you could see a path to nine wins for the Bruins, but I would have to lean under eight and a half on the win total. Yeah, to your point, and that's why like, I would have leaned, uh, like I was kind of tempted by looking over. I mean, look at the start of this. A uh, very good path to starting 4-0. Okay. Bowling Green, Alabama State, South Alabama. And then your first road game of the year is at Colorado. Okay, a team does is- any team in the country have an easier first four games than <laughs> UCLA? And I don't think I, so. Also, UCLA should be embarrassed by this non-conference schedule. When I this saw is it, a I was joke. Like, this is crazy. Come on, uh, at least now. Last year you played LSU. Play at least one respectable opponent. South Alabama is a good program. Okay, but uh, <laughs> not that good. <laughs> Bowling Green, Alabama State, South Alabama, and then Alcal. Are you going to draw fans to the Rose Bowl with that non-conference schedule? I'm going to be, I'm going to make a bet that they are not sold out those three no, games. They are not. Uh, you know, the Rose Bowl is going to be half filled for some of those games, unfortunately. Yep. Well, and even like sort of that schedule too, as we're kind of talking about this, the the September 30th game against Washington, you're at least playing host to them. They have to go to you, and that they think Washington's going to be better this year, but still, mm-hmm. like that's a favorable situation to be in. And that's the other part about the schedule. Like their home games, they get to play host to Utah, they get to play host to USC, uh, Arizona. The toughest road spots for them are going to be at Oregon. I mean, that's a really tough one. And outside of that, at Cal or maybe Arizona State, but it's a really favorable schedule for them. Really favorable. You can't get get a much better schedule than that in the Pac-12. So Chip Kelly got a break here off his best season. He's still got a losing record at UCLA. He's going to have a chance to get closer to 500 with this schedule. The big game, really, we didn't talk about. It's October 8th against Utah Mm -hmm. because the Utes – uh, my pick to win the Pac-12, and I think a lot of people would agree with that. Uh, that's going to be a game where UCLA has a great shot to come in 5-0, and and Utah could also be an unbeaten team that has a shot, I believe, to uh, make the college football playoff. If things break right and Utah wins some of these uh, big games, all of these big games really in the Pac-12, I think the Utes got a shot at the playoff. I would agree. So with that, we move on to our next team on our edge, top 40. So Bruins come in at number 33. By the way, I ranked them 35. Um, Number 32 in the SEC. 
The Auburn Tigers check in as our 32nd ranked team in our preseason top 40. Odds win the SEC championship very long, 150 to one. Win total is six and a half, shaded to the under, to buck 70. And their SEC win total at three and a half, shaded to the under at minus 195. Uh, Brian Harson in his second year gets 13 guys back, seven on offense, six on defense. But an interesting offseason: 18 players leave, five coaches, an investigation. Harson getting angry, talking about. Um, this investigation was personal, so you wonder how much noise and the noise around the program affects them as they come into this year, Matt. But there are, I think, still some things to like about Auburn and what they bring back this year. Well, the one thing I like a lot is running back Tank Bigsby, yep. who's one of the best running backs in the country, not just the SEC. And uh, his name Tank is an accurate description of the way he runs. So Auburn's got seven offensive and six defensive starters back. But you've had massive personnel departures in this program, I think, Somewhere around 15 to 20 players have left the program uh, since last season. It's a very negative situation with Brian Harson, the coach. I said the moment he was announced as a hire that it was a bad hire. Yeah. And I think Auburn, a lot of people around Auburn realized that they made a mistake a little bit too late. Now they've made a bad situation worse by undercutting their coach. Yep. Uh, Auburn's win total here at six and a half. And the one thing you have to like, aside from Tank Bigsby, is the schedule because. Uh, if Brian Harson drew a much tougher card with the schedule here, I think he'd be in a hopeless situation. But the schedule actually breaks pretty well for Auburn to have a respectable year. I don't think he's going to survive beyond this year. But you can you can find seven wins on there. The, the win total is six and a half. Okay. What do you think? You look at the schedule. Can you find seven wins? I don't think the schedule is all that difficult. And by the way, Harson had a chance for a huge win at the end of last season and let Alabama off the hook. That's right. And uh, he's going to regret that for a long time. But I think uh, Tank Bigsby, T.J. Finley, the quarterback, gives the Tigers a chance to win some of these uh, toss-up type games in the SEC where I could see this team going 7-5. and five. I still would lean under here. I think there's much more of a chance for things to really unla- unravel and the wheels to fall off because it's, a, it's an ugly situation right now around that whole uh, Auburn program with Brian Harson. I'll say this. I think uh, – I. Th- I could see seven wins, but I think that the under minus 170 is the right price mm-hmm. because that is the the more likely outcome here. I mean, the road games aren't tough. Ole Miss, Mississippi State, outside of Georgia and Alabama. You're lose to Ole Miss. Uh, right. So then you're talking about Georgia, Ole Miss, Mississippi State, Alabama, road games in conference. I thought maybe one win there, and that would be the Mississippi State game, right, that they could potentially win. Um, playing host to LSU, Arkansas, Texas A&M in conference play. LSU and Arkansas, going to be tougher match, or excuse me, um, um, Arkansas and Texas A&M relatively tough, but you could probably steal one of those games, I would assume. Yeah, I think what I'm looking at here at the schedule is yeah. you got a great shot to start three and one, if not four and zero. Oh. You played Mercer, San Jose State, Penn State, all and Missouri yep. all at home to open the season. You got a chance to be four and zero. Oh. Auburn had a hot start last year, then faded fast. You've also got Western Kentucky down towards the end of that schedule, and it's not the same offense this year with the Hilltoppers. So that's that's what I'm seeing here is if they win a couple. A game or two, they're not expected to win in the SEC. They could get to seven. I you still want- lean under. This was a tricky team for me to rate, JVT, yeah. because I think I had Auburn at number 31 in my poll, and I, I really felt like I had Auburn too high. I had 33, and I felt them that was too high. Yeah. Yep. Uh, can I just say that you want this meaty prediction? Uh, it's not even a prediction. I would just say don't just circle San Jose State. San Jose State's got a lot coming back. There's a lot of personnel departures. Okay. You're taking the uh, points with the Spartans. Uh, I would be very intrigued by the Spartans. September 10th. Circle yep. that date on the calendar. Circle it when Auburn wins 55-3. to All right, we'll come back. We have plenty left to get to in the world of baseball and more here on The Edge. 
This is The Edge on VSIN, the Sports Betting Network. Ice cold beers, cold hard cash. Join the action on the pitch with the Heineken 2022 Soccer Prediction Challenge. Compete in 20 free-to-play pools this season for your shot at a share of $100,000 in total cash prizes. Head to DraftKings.com slash Heineken now to start your run of victory. Heineken, beer made better. 21 and over only terms and conditions and other eligibility restrictions apply. See DraftKings.com for details. Drink responsibly. It's, yeah, it's here on VCN, the Esports Betting Network. I'm sorry, I was laughing at uh, the news that breaks uh, a clause in Kyler Murray's contract that he has to study at least four hours every week, Matt. It's like uh, That's, he's on academic probation in high school or something, and uh, they need to watch over him to make sure he's I, doing his homework. You know, we've got some breaking news or yeah. some pending breaking news. There's, there's some things to talk about in the final segment of today's show in the pending NBA breaking. and MLB. What's up? Pending breaking news. I like it. Well, there's a chance that Juan Soto is on the move. Get out of here. Huh? Really? Are you shocked by that? I am. Okay. Well, that has happened today, at least. I'm just excited. I don't know if it's going to happen today. But the San Diego Padres are a real player in the Juan Soto sweepstakes. And you might be seeing Fernando Tatis headed to the East Coast. Okay, so it's not like one of those reports that we saw today where it's like, Team X is interested in... Player X. Right? Well, every team is interested right. in Juan Soto. Very few teams <laughs> can pull this deal off. And, you know, I'm not even sure I'd want my favorite team to do this. When you're talking about giving up pile, a pile of prospects and then paying this guy $400 million, I'm not sure I'd want – you know, fans in general just don't care about the money. This, they just want the star players. Just get whatever you can. I think you have to be careful about giving up too many top prospects. Yes, I would agree. Now, can the I- Padres – with uh, Fernando Tatis, who has not been on the field yet this year and has proved to uh, be pretty immature with some of his acts off the field, if you can somehow trade him and his contract to the Nationals yep. and get Juan Soto in return, if you don't have to give up too much, I, can, I like that deal for the Padres. If I'm not sure what else is involved, but this is something that uh, it's got to excite you if you're a Padres fan and you look at Manny Machado and uh, all the potential uh, with that team because – Let's face it, JVT. I was at Dodger Stadium over the weekend watching that team just dominate the Giants. Swept mm-hmm. four games from the Giants over the weekend, and the Giants are pretty hopeless. Padres got to make some bold moves if they have any chance to uh, catch the Dodgers this year, next year, and the future because the Dodgers just have a, a bottomless pit in terms of payroll, trade resources, and uh, they can do whatever basically they want to do. So the Padres – it's going to take something like this for them to yeah. keep up. It's going to be pretty fun to watch Juan Soto versus Shohei Otani in the NL West for a really long so, time. So, you know, I wouldn't be surprised if Shohei, I'm just guessing here, if Shohei ends up with the Giants next year. Okay. That makes and, sense. And Otani, an Otani trade is not something I think is going to happen should here in the next uh, week or so before the deadline. What'd you say? No, I said should. You think it should? Yeah. Well, why don't you just do it in the offseason? Oh, yeah. No, I'm saying, I, I meant like it should happen is what I meant. Okay. I thought it, I misunderstood. Yeah, I don't think I don't think Otani really wants to resign with the Angels because he realizes they're not going to win. But you, so if that's the case, at some point you got to trade him and get a lot in return. Now, if you're going to trade Otani, he's going to have to agree to a contract mm-hmm. with the team he's going to. They're not going to give up, you know, a ton to get him if uh, they're not going to keep him and resign him. Uh, I would think the San Francisco Giants got to be a major player. You in want Otani sweepstakes, and he's going to get around. You know, forty to fifty million a year, probably fifty. My thinking, I'm I'm ready. I am ready to rip the band-aid off. Uh-huh. This off season, the Angels 
are failures if they do not trade Shohei Otani and Mike Trout. I think it's time. You're clearly going nowhere. You're not doing anything realistic in terms of adding to the roster, right, to build Mm -hmm. around them. You're just doing all these one-year deals to see if you can get pitchers to, like, you know, buy low, all that. Just rip the Band-Aid off. You're going to get a lot of assets. You've been trying to build up your forward system by drafting pitchers the year prior and in this year as well, getting a little bit more in terms of position players. It's time. I think you just got to do it. But we'll see how the offseason. Well, if you could pick one to trade, I think Trout would be the guy you would trade because he's been breaking down physically here the past couple of years. Can I – so – for those who don't know, so I mentioned this, I just wanted to add this. So you are a journalist, and you used to work in the, uh, the realm of covering teams. So you can always tell when a uh, journalist, I'll put in air quotes, is being influenced with what they're reporting, right, or tweeting out whatever it is. Mm-hmm. So I mentioned that Ian Rappaport tweeted out the uh, Cardinals contract and the clause that says that Kyler Murray has to uh, study for four hours independently per game, per week, right, or per game week. And the clause is ridiculous in terms of the details that is in there. Ian Rappaport, 20 minutes after tweeting that out, follows it up with, Kyler Murray does four hours of game studying on his own anyway. And similar to the team wanting him around for the offseason as the face of the franchise, Arizona wanted the commitment in writing while going to a certain place money-wise. That's the clause. So in other words, Kyler Murray's people texted Ian Rappaport was like, dude, what are you doing? You're making our client look like an idiot. Make sure you put this out there. It's awesome. No question. (laughs) It is hilarious. So Well, you get some of these – Reporters, whether it's Ian Rappaport, Adam Schefter, obviously they're getting fed stuff straight from the team or straight from the agents. Right. And they've been made fools of on several occasions uh, because they didn't think things through before they tweeted them out. Right. So we could tell where both of those reports came from. The Cardinals were like, here, Aaron, or here, Ian, here's this clause. That's interesting. <laughs> and Kyler Murray's people were like, bro, what are you doing? Right. Put this out there, too. Anyway. I don't know if they call him bro. But, uh. <laughs> you mother, no. Um, I don't know. Yeah, it probably wasn't as friendly. So let's actually stick with the National Football League. Interesting market that I, I will say. So I am a Colts fan, as you know. I uh, believe in this team that is going to be pretty good this year. But I do think there is an aspect that is a little overvalued from last year's team, and that would be Jonathan Taylor. Mm-hmm. So Jonathan Taylor last year leads the league in rushing. He was absolutely fantastic, had an incredible year, one of the best running backs in the National Football League. I don't think there's really any question about that. An offensive line that's pretty strong is going to allow him, at least at one point, remember, uh, they were a league leader in terms of yards before contact for Jonathan Taylor. So in other words, paving the way for him, doing a really good job. He is the favorite to win the NFL regular season rushing title at plus 450. A decent-sized gap here because Derrick Henry follows him up at plus 650, and then you get to the double-digit guys, Nick Chubb, Dalvin Cook at 10-1, to and so on and so forth. But I brought this up, so uh, I was on primetime action on Friday. That's why I wasn't here. I got to do the PTA show. And we brought this uh, market up, and Ben Wilson asked me, should Jonathan Taylor be the favorite? And, Matt, I don't think he should be because I think we do forget that Derrick Henry was going to destroy this title. He had had over 900 yards or just thereabout, while Taylor had about 650 or 670 when he went down with the injury, and Taylor kind of won it by default as the season went along. Mm -hmm. I think that has to be realized here as you kind of get into next year. And the other part about it is, with better quarterback play, you would assume that the carries get cut into a little bit for Jonathan Taylor if Matt Ryan's going to be the better quarterback, right, that we expect him to be. Thus, I think a little overvalued at the top of this market. Yeah, probably. I would say at the, at the least you should have co-favorites right. for the rushing yards leader, and I'd probably make Derrick Henry the favorite. The only reason – well, I wouldn't say the only reason, but a big reason, like you mentioned, that Henry did not win the rushing title last year was the injury that knocked him out for more than half the year. And Jonathan Taylor won that thing easily, uh, but it's, it wouldn't have happened easily if Derrick Henry were on the field for uh, 16 or 17 games. Mm-hmm. And I, I do agree that – 
the Colts are probably going to put the ball in Matt Ryan's hands a little bit more this season. They didn't trust Carson Wentz much last year, and uh, they're going to trust Matt Ryan a lot more. He's not going to turn the ball over as much. And that way, the, the Colts' offense is probably going to be a little bit more balanced. Derrick Henry is always going to be a huge focus of the Titans' offense because they don't trust their quarterbacks. Right. And that's just the way uh, Mike Vrabel thinks as a coach, too. He wants to run first and pass second. So I think the value there is definitely with Derrick Henry. But let's not count out Nick Chubb here. And that's where I wanted to go, too. So if you're going to say, I have to bet one guy in this board, take, give me Nick Chubb at 10-1. to 1. And uh, – you talk about a team that's got a deficiency at quarterback. And even when Deshaun Watson comes back, he's going to be at least a year and a half removed from football and about two years out of football, right? Mm-hmm. So the Browns are going to win games with their running attack and their defense. And Nick Chubb, did you see the videos of him over the weekend squatting, squatting. like 700 pounds? 610 pounds, yeah. yeah. 600, 700 pounds. It, it's ridiculous. That's how that guy breaks tackles. And – it's, I don't want to be too influenced by a video like this, but we know how powerful as a runner Nick Chubb is. And you watch something like that, and you're convinced, hey, this guy's in great shape coming into the season. Why not Nick Chubb at 10-1 instead of Jonathan Taylor at 9-2? to and I, and I think the Browns, you can, you can bet on the Browns running the ball more uh, because of their quarterback situation. And we know they yep. want to run the ball a lot anyway. Uh, so I, I think that's where your money's got to go. Nick Chubb at 10-1 to to win the rushing Second leading rusher last year, um, despite only playing in 14 games, Nick Mm -hmm. Chubb. He had 1,259 yards, and Jonathan Taylor eclipsed him by a mile. He had uh, 18-11. But here's the thing. So if assuming better health, assuming everything that you just talked about in terms of running the ball more because you don't trust your quarterback situation, I think Chubb is a really viable candidate here. Uh, I would agree totally. Like, that was the one I I landed on. Out of all these guys, like, Chubb's the guy. Dalvin Cook. I think O'Connell and the Vikings are going to open it up a little bit more in terms of their passing game. That might yeah. eat into his uh, attempts. Maybe you look at other guys like Taylor still to, I don't know, lead the league in rushing touchdowns. It might be a viable option. He's still going to be a pretty good scorer. But I would agree that Chubb is a pretty viable option at 10-1, to 1, just given everything around uh, this rushing title and what we see at the top. All right. With that, when we come back, we can get back to Major League Baseball from a game perspective. It's not the best slate of contests later today, but uh, the Mariners came back down to earth over the weekend, so we'll see if they can uh, find their way back to the top a little bit here with the series against the Texas Rangers. a stunning winner in the golf tournament yesterday? Uh, And we have that as well. The 3M Open came to a close yesterday. We'll discuss that much more as we come to a close as well on The Edge. At Bet365, we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. See for yourself when you sign up today and get $150 in bonus bets when you bet just $5. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Bet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. Terms and conditions apply. From BBC Radio 4, Britain's biggest paranormal podcast is going on a road trip. I thought in that moment, oh my God, we've summoned something from this board. This is Uncanny USA. He says, somebody's in the house, and I screamed. (laughs) 
Listen to Uncanny USA wherever you get your BBC podcasts. If you dare. Getting ready to take on spring? Make your first move with the reliable performance and power of steel battery tools. From hedge trimmers and mowers to string trimmers and more, right now you can save $50 on select battery tool sets. Real steel. Offer valid on select AK system sets through June 16, 2024. See participating retailer for details. What's up? I'm John Wall. And I'm CJ Toledano, and we're starting a new podcast presented by DraftKings called Point Game. We're now joined by three-time NBA Sixth Man of the Year, elite bucket getter. Let's please welcome Jamal Crawford to Point Game. King of the Court one-on-one tournament. If they had it back in your prime, do you think he could have took it all? I'm going to be honest with you. I don't think I could have took it all, but I think I would have shocked a lot of people. I think Kobe and everybody in their prime, Kobe would win a one-on-one contest. Yeah, I, yeah, because you got to think, Love he's going to guard. He don't care about guarding. He's going to guard. He's going to exactly. guard. Like, you see him in the Olympics, exactly. he's going to guard. And then on I'm top of that. Like that, see that. Ladies and gentlemen, please welcome Sam Cassell to Point Game. I remember you came out from crying tears. <laughs> crying tears. I mean, he was in a culture shock. He's, he's going to withdraw us about winning. Remember what I told you? I said, I said, OG, you think I can get paid and go back and play in college because it ain't it. <laughs> Check out Point Game with John Wall and CJ Toledano on the iHeartRadio app, DraftKings YouTube, or wherever you get your podcasts. This is The Edge on VSIN, the sports betting network. Welcome back. This segment of The Edge is presented by Zen Nicotine Pouches. Zen Nicotine Pouches are a fresher, simpler way to enjoy nicotine that have helped millions of people achieve lasting change by offering smoke-free and spit-free satisfaction. Zen understands there isn't one right time to make a change. Everyone's timeline is a little different. Everyone's on their own journey, yo. But whenever you feel like you're ready to take that first step toward change, Zen will be there for you. Check out Zen Nicotine Pouches at Zen.com. That's Z-Y-N.com slash find. Warning, product contains nicotine. Nicotine is an addictive chemical. Do you feel that, Bet, now on your shoulder? What's that's, that? That's Zen, their hand on your shoulder, helping <laughs> okay. you okay. make a change. I have, uh, I have tried Zen. I've used it, and it's a quality product. No question about it. I've got two cans right here in my bag. You want to try it? What kind of, what, what kind of millies are we talking about here? Millies. Got citrus and uh, wintergreen flavor. Okay, I like what do you it. Want? What's your choice? I'm a big citrus guy. I like, yeah, yeah, I like citrus. I could see that. Lime, what, what does that mean? You could see that. You got kind of a colorful shirt on today. You look like a, a bunch of pelicans. <laughs> is that what it yeah, is? They're, they're, <laughs> they're all a bunch of pelicans. Uh, I was going to wear this because I thought, hey, you know what? Today's the day. The pelicans are going to trade for Kevin Durant. Not so much. Uh, all right. First off, before we get to some other stuff, baseball, news in the NBA, college football win totals, you want to rehash these really quickly? Well, I'll go over the eight I've uh, posted over here in the last uh, couple months. Alabama over 10.5 minus 225. The price of DraftKings is up to about 255 on that now. Colorado under 3.5 minus 135. I think at DraftKings now it's three shaded to the under. I would still play it under three, but it was obviously a better bet at 3.5 where it's set there for quite a while. Fresno State over 8.5. Kansas State over 6.5. LSU over 6.5. So you got three teams in a row. Uh, three well-coached teams there with quarterback play. I like over the total. I don't feel like I'm playing too many overs. 
but I am playing New Mexico over two and a half, and that's a little bit risky. That's a plus 120. But I like the Lobos to win three or four games this season. I like the coaching a lot, and I think the offense can't be any worse than it last, was last season. Uh, Oklahoma under nine and a half, and Purdue under seven and a half. So we got three unders, five overs so far, and I got two more to add. That if I'm on this show tomorrow, I'll add the uh, two shows to uh, tomorrow's graphic. If. Excuse me, the uh, two teams to tomorrow's graphic. Huh? If. Well, I plan to be here. Okay. But you never know. We've had to juggle the schedule a lot at VSIN because we have so many people on vacation. That's right. So there's no guarantee you're going to be here tomorrow. You might be on a different show. Also, just like life, you know what I mean? Exactly. Nothing is <laughs> nothing is guaranteed. <laughs> okay. <laughs> All, right. All right. So I will let you, let you choose the direction. Do you want to go NBA news or rumors? Golf. Do you want I want to talk golf? about the uh, okay. comeback and the golf tournament over the weekend. Scott Piercy falling apart. Wow. <laughs> you talk about a stunning collapse. Scott Piercy up five strokes at one point yesterday. When I flipped it on, he was 20 under, and I think uh, Tony Finau was 15 under. Yep. And, and Scott Piercy was cruising as he had for three and a half days. And before you know it, he f- completely fell apart. Back-to-back bogeys. They got lucky not to hit a ball in the water, and then uh, things just uh, went south on him really fast. If you bet on Scott Piercy to win the 3M Open in the Twin Cities, that is a tough one to take. At Circus Sports, he was 225-1. to one. At the Westgate, 125-1. to one. He was a field bet here at the South Point at 3-1. to one. Uh, but you're talking triple digits on Scott Piercy. He doesn't get there. He fades. He, I think he finished fifth in the tournament. And Tony Finau comes from behind to win for the third time in a year. What's going on here with Xander Shoffley and Tony Finau suddenly winning all these tournaments? <laughs> uh, the third PGA Tour win in Finau's career, the first of this season. And uh, a five-stroke comeback yesterday to overtake the 54-hole leader, Scott Piercy. Uh, Finau was the only player in the field to shoot in the 60s each of the four days, and a nice win for the favorite. Wes Reynolds noted this is only the third time in 2022 that the pre-tournament favorite has won a golf tournament. How about that? Mm, Okay, I like it. Good statistic. None of the guys I had were even close. It's probably the third time this year that I've had one of these tournaments where nobody was even in contention on the top page of the leaderboard on Sunday. Maverick McNeely, Davis Riley, Cameron Tringali, Ches Reeby, Pretty much all bombed, so we turn the page and move on to the Rocket Mortgage Tournament in uh, Detroit this week, and guess who's in action, JBT? Who? Will Zalatoris, Cameron Young. Mike, like it. A couple guys searching for the first PGA oh, Tour win, and uh, I'll speaking, probably be on those two guys this speaking week. Speaking of action, Matt, you know, my left side's a little sore. You want to know why? Because out there cranking them over the weekend, getting ready for the fifth major. You know, uh, I've been... Oh, thinking boy. about that. Are you going to tell me I'm not allowed to play? No, I'm thinking there might be a conflict on your schedule that day where you're not going to be able to play. Uh, no, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to request. Oh, okay, you better get on that. It's August 7th. I know. It's not a request. It's more of a warning, as they say. <laughs> <laughs> the VSEN Invitational, August 7th. We've got 38 players committed right now, and i still got spots for at least 12 uh, to 16 more. So. I'll mop the floors if I have to so I can go play. It's free to play for VSIN subscribers and friends. Email matt at vsin.com if you want to be in. Prim Valley Golf Club, I 15 South, just across the California state line. Awesome course and uh, plenty of cool prize giveaways. Kind of like the DraftKings 10th anniversary gift bag that we got. Where Brian Rogers said a lot of cool stuff in that gift bag. We're giving away a lot of cool stuff. We got a gift bag? 
Oh, you were on vacation. Yeah, what? Yeah? What is this? I'll give you mine. Okay. Okay. Have, yeah. As long as it's one of those cool bags with the strings that you can pull and wear on your back. Brian Rogers hyped it up and said, you want to get this gift bag. There's a lot of cool stuff in it. Brian Rogers, he did one of those things. an executive here at uh, VSIN. He did that So thing. everybody showed up, and we got the gift bags, and you didn't get one. No. You can have mine. He leaned in. He leaned in. He goes, going to want to check out those gift bags. They're pretty cool. Yeah. He said it in a really low tone. You know probably I mean? want to show up <laughs> for this party because this gift bag's full of some pretty cool stuff. Uh, we got some really cool prizes to give away. You can see the graphic up there on the screen. Two-player scramble format. Shotgun start at noon on Sunday, August 7th. And email Matt at vcin.com if you want to be in the third annual vcin Invitational at the Prim Valley Golf Club. All right, JVT, let's move on. All right, what do you want now, baseball or NBA stuff? NBA stuff. Okay. How about the Kevin Durant report that came down today that made Jalen Brown very unhappy on Twitter? Uh, yes, it has been reported by one Shams Sharanya and others, uh, Adrian Wojnarowski among them, that the Boston Celtics not only have interest in Kevin Durant's services and to acquire him, they actually have offered a package that includes Jalen Brown, Derek White, draft compensation. It mm. seems like there is a little bit of a sticking point in terms of maybe wanting more rotational pieces and or draft compensation. I think Marcus Smart was thrown in there yep. uh, from the Nets as, in terms of a desire of theirs to have him for one Kevin Durant. And uh, I got to tell you, for a team who is right now at some spots the co-favorite to win the NBA Finals, a um, core of Malcolm Brogdon, Jason Tatum, Kevin Durant, Al Horford, Robert Williams – it's a pretty good core to go to battle with in the NBA mm-hmm. if that's going to be the case for the Boston Celtics. Well, how much more do the Nets want in this offer? Because uh, they're not going to settle for just Jalen Brown and a draft pick or two. They're going to want a couple more players. Are they going to demand it's going to be Marcus Smart? And if you do that demand, being Brooklyn, do you give in to that being Boston? I would say no. No? I, I would think I I'm, wouldn't give up Marcus Smart. Oh, I think I would. I don't want to give really. up Jalen Brown. Right. First of all, Kevin Durant is not a young guy anymore. And uh, how many years does he have left at an elite level? Okay, I would say he made contract, yeah. I would say he's still pretty good. The, the problem with him is I know it's, it's about winning a title right health. now. Right. Yeah. And like in Jalen Brown's going to be good in this league for 10 more years, man, if not more. No, right? I, but that's why if you're looking around the league and you're saying which teams have packages to offer Kevin Dur- for Kevin Durant, Boston is there because they have the mm-hmm. central trade chip, right? If you're Brooklyn, I think you're kind of like, yeah, we can build something around Jalen Brown. Yeah. And I think you kind of no want doubt. that. Uh, but I would say this, I think if you're Boston, dare I say you better get this deal done now because Jalen Brown is now sitting around going, I was the best player in the finals for mm-hmm. us. Jalen, Jason Tatum didn't show up. I was here pretty much every single game, and you're putting me on the table to trade? I wonder what that dynamic's like if this falls through and they go into the season and Jalen Brown's still around. Well, it's never a good thing if you if it becomes public that you tried to trade a player mm-hmm. and the trade fell through and then you got to bring back, hey, you know, we didn't really want to trade you. It was just one of those things uh, that your name got caught up in discussions and reported we weren't trying to trade you. He's not going to believe that stuff. He's always going to be hurt that the organization tried to deal him for Kevin Durant. I so, forgot to – I think – did I add that they included Derek White in the package? Yeah, I saw that offered. too. Yeah. I saw that too. You can throw in Derek White. He's he's a good player, but in a trade that you're going to make for a superstar like Durant, that's you're going to have to give up guys like that. Um, I, I So you bring in Malcolm Brogdon. If you bring in Kevin Durant you, and you trade Jalen Brown – is that enough to get you over the top? It might be, but you can't give away too many other players. That's my point here. I, yeah. was, I, I wouldn't give away more because I really believe in the end the Brooklyn Nets are going to look at this and say, hey, we're not, we're not going to have Kevin Durant for much longer anyway. 
we got a chance to get a Jalen Brown who could be a stud for us for the next 10 years. Let's do this deal. Your guard rotation gets pretty thin, if that's the case, too. Also, uh, among the reports out there, because there's a lot of news dumping in the NBA early this morning, uh, the report that Kyrie Irving all of a sudden wants to stay in Brooklyn. Okay. No matter what happens, he's going to change Durant. his mind every week or every month. Who cares? It's also because there's really nothing out there for him. I, I think that's <laughs> probably part of it. We're all done. Make sure you check out visa.com. Any part of the shows that you missed, you can find them up there. Remember the college football betting guide coming out this week and Matt at visa.com to sign up for the visa invitational. My guys in the desert coming up next. Take the VEASAN experts with you anytime, anywhere with our full lineup of sports betting podcasts. Visit VEASAN.com slash podcasts to listen to every show on Daily Best Bets with Follow the Money, The Lombardi Line, A Numbers Game, and My Guys in the Desert. Plus, get insights and analysis, get insights and analysis, get insights and analysis, get insights. At Bet365, we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. Whether it's a walk-off grand slam or a base hit to center field. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Pet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. I'm Katia Adler, host of The Global Story. Over the last 25 years, I've covered conflicts in the Middle East, political and economic crises in Europe, drug cartels in Mexico. Now I'm covering the stories behind the news all over the world in conversation with those who break it. Join me Monday to Friday to find out what's happening, why, and what it all means. Follow The Global Story from the BBC wherever you listen to podcasts. Getting ready to take on spring? Make your first move with the reliable performance and power of steel battery tools. From hedge trimmers and mowers to string trimmers and more, right now you can save $50 on select battery tool sets. Real steel. Offer valid on select AK system sets through June 16, 2024. See participating retailer for details. Hello, it is Ryan, and we could all use an extra bright spot in our day, couldn't we? Just to make up for things like sitting in traffic, doing the dishes, counting your steps, you know, all the mundane stuff. That is why I'm such a big fan of Chumba Casino. Chumba Casino has all your favorite social casino-style games that you can play for free anytime, anywhere with daily bonuses. That should brighten your day, lo. Actually, a lot. So sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com. That's ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. VGW group. Void prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus.